listeners, you're back listening to another episode of the spinoff show here on the Jock and Nerd podcast. On this episode, I have on a longtime listener, Blake Braden, who is a aquatics director at a Division Three college in Indiana. Reason I have him on is first off, I had him on Jock Talk, which you can find on our Patreon feed at patreon.com slash jock and nerd. Send us a little donation, get some bonus content, cheap plug there. Um, but Blake Braden was on Jock Talk, and I really enjoyed talking to him about his career and what he does as far as being a swim coach and aquatics director, uh, recruiting kids all around the world and all across all across the U.S. and the world to a Division three school to swim. So I, I found that really interesting had him on my podcast. Um, we talked about that and a, a variety of other topics. He's a really good dude. And uh, we close out the show by talking about shaving legs, shaving our own legs. So if you're not intrigued already, then hit stop, go away, go do something else. But you should be intrigued to hear us talk about shaving legs on this episode of the spinoff show here on the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Thanks for listening. Check it out. This is the Jock Spinner Show. And we're recording, Blake. What's going on? Not much. I actually just got off work about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> So it's yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a long day. I bet, day. I bet. Now you're probably wondering why the hell I even decided to ask you to be on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I didn't think I would. I uh, I stood out that much on the yeah the doc talk, so <laughs> it was a little bit. I don't I don't think I'm uh, I, I'm not as interesting as your your phone sex operator. No. Or, <laughs> I, I don't know the I don't know the the, the proper title for that was. But uh, phone sex operator to, was correct, I believe. Phone sex operator was correct, so I don't know if I need to come in with like. <laughs> I like sexy boys. No, no, please, like, please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm definitely not as interesting as that, but I'm sure there's something we can get out of this for sure. Yeah, I mean, for for those that don't know, I've Blake Braden is a, a listener of Jock and Nerd podcast, and uh, we had him one time on this on the Jock Talk, which is exclusive only to Patreon. So, uh, Patreon or Jock and Nerd was it Patreon.com/slash Jock and Nerd? You can find us there. Um, donate a little bit, and you can listen to bonus content. So we had Blake on the Jock Talk with me and Chaz Hubbard, which is a weekly thing during football season um, and a not-so-weekly thing during the rest of sports seasons. But Blake was on. I was like, oh, man, Blake can talk a little bit. And you, you had talked a little bit about your occupation. So I was like, shit, man, this this week I don't really have anyone lined up. Fuck it. I'll just ask Blake. <laughs> and you, you agreed right away. So here we are. Um, it says aquatics director on the title of this episode in front of your name. So people are probably gonna be like, what, what, what do you, the fuck is that? what the fuck is that? Are you like studying fish? Um, what are you doing? What, what, what is an aquatics director doing? Blake Brin? So basically what that means is I do all of the pool scheduling. So, uh, that's, that's literally all it is, is I, um, I schedule who, who's in the pool at certain times, <laughs> I uh, I teach the lifeguards. I teach swim classes in the college. I tell you, that's interesting to have like wrestlers and football players trying to take swimming classes. Um, that's always interesting. 
but that that's essentially what that means. It's a it's a it's a lovely title for something that doesn't take a lot of work. <laughs> and this is your full time gig. This is my full time gig. Yes. Wow. People are like, why are we? What is going on here? Why why does Anthony even? I I promise you. Well, I don't promise you, but hopefully this next hour or hour and a half is a good enough conversation because we're off to a riveting start. You uh you schedule know, people right? at the pool. You so you teach wrestlers and all sorts of different people how to swim or swim yeah, better so there, there's like yeah there, there's swimming classes there's swimming courses at hanover college and and i am the the professor if you want to call it that to to for for basically seniors who need to get their exercise science credits their gym credits mm-hmm. uh who don't want to take anything harder than that it's a pretty easy class do they um what percentage of these kids don't know how to swim uh, probably 95%. Really? Yeah. How does that yeah. happen? They, uh, I don't, man, I don't know. You know, the, the, the bad thing is, is that y- you see someone like uh, a linebacker, uh, you know, six, six, five, 260 pounds, all muscle, this big guy. And he gets in the water and he's basically like going to the bottom of the pool. He's got to, he's got to wear floaties basically when he gets in the water. That's un- it's, it's, it's kind of funny. It, it, I mean, that's a pretty yeah. awesome visual. And the thing, like, yeah. whenever I've met, and I can't, I'm not the best swimmer in the world, so don't get me, don't, don't confuse me for um, what's his fucking face, Michael Phelps here. Michael Phelps. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I, I learned how to swim at a young age. It always is like uh, somewhat perplexing to me that I'm when I meet like anyone that's above the age of fourteen and doesn't know how to right. swim. Like it, yeah. you, and especially adults. I'm like, how did you not learn? Like adults around my age, I just go, how did you not learn how to swim? Like, wouldn't yeah, that be a, a thing? It's so in in high schools. It's it's actually funny you mention it. In in high schools in Kentucky, I know for a fact that swimming is not in the high school curriculum. So huh. they don't even have to swim, or they don't have to take any sort of class in high school or middle school. And a lot of them who go to college just end up having just haven't done it. True. I mean, if you've never done no. it, you've never had to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember learning as a little kid in like summer camp how to swim. But yeah. in high school, I remember the high school I went to in Illinois, um, it was required that you had to take a swim class. And for those that didn't know how to swim, you would learn. And for those that did know how to swim, you had to like pass this swim test and pass this... Um, what do you treading water test where you tread water yeah, for a yeah, minute or yep, so? Mm-hmm, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's actually kind of difficult for me, treading water yeah, that long. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I don't I don't want to come off as saying that my job is super boring. That portion of the day is really boring. Um, I guess you could say my main position would be I am a collegiate head coach. At Hanover, I know we talked a lot about that. Yeah, fill us in on the because talk. there's yeah. only about. 40 people that probably listen to jock talk. That's true. So, <laughs> so outside of those responsibilities, which are in my contract as, as other. So kind of whatever, whatever I need to do as far as my position, my main job, which, you know, gets me up at four thirty in the morning and I get to finish the day at, you know, eight thirty nine o'clock is, um, being an NCAA division three head coach, mm-hmm. Um, and that is going around the country, recruiting athletes, you know, having phone conversations with with high schoolers all around the world, um, 
and then obviously just you know simple things that you know the the division one aspect of it is very similar to division three where you know your job relies on bringing in and selling your program so it's a very make or break job it's a very cutthroat position where you know if i only bring in you know five student athletes to hanover you know my job is on the line so it's a very cutthroat i mean i'm not a car salesman but you legitimately have to be um kind of a salesman in in that fact that you need to bring in student-athletes to be competitive. So it's kind of cutthroat, honestly. I'm pretty sure I might have asked some form of this question when we did Jock Talk, but I'll ask it again. What the hell's the pitch to go swim at a Division three school? What's the what's the pitch to go swim at a Division three school? Yeah. So, oh, there, is, it, was, is it purely passion to swim? Honestly, at the Division three level, yes. Yeah, right. uh, we can't give out athletic scholarships, no. that, which really sucks because – you're having to recruit people. You have to say, okay, Indiana, I just you know where I'm at. So Indiana, Illinois are very similar athletically, swimming wise. I basically have to cut off you know thirty percent of the state because they're going to swim Division One. They're going to get paid. There's no way they're coming to Hanover. Right. So that limits me as far as a funnel on who I can recruit. So I mass recruit anyone in the United States. I've recruited kids from Brazil. I've recruited kids from Australia. Um, I've recruited kids from from Poland. I mean, there's a bunch of different how, how places. Does that I've happen? actually it. So <laughs> there's there's actually like recruiting databases that schools purchase uh, that show students have an interest in this sport, and then I reach out to them. And sometimes it gets very interesting. Um, just the language barrier. Right. So. Most of my conversations are done through email or through texting. Texting, I say, is like the number one way I recruit with athletes, which is such a different thing than what was done when I was recruited mm-hmm. back in 2004. Right, right, right. Which is not all that long ago, but it's such a different which world. Wasn't, yeah, 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 yeah. But everything was done at that time, just paper, snail mail. I'd get some emails, but I would get it's phone conversations and... Uh, just just getting stuff in the mail. So now I can call an, an athlete and they wouldn't pick up. I'll leave a voicemail and 10 seconds later, I'll send them a text message and they'll respond right back. So it it's weird how society's kind of changed as far as, you know, people are really getting away from that, that interaction through a phone or interaction one-on-one and everything's just done through texting. Oh, absolutely. And, it's it's crazy. And as a coach, five years later, guess what? I'm going to have to learn something new because texting will be out at that point and something else will be in. So you have to evolve as far as understanding what kids use. I mean, we've got a we were advised as a program by our athletic director to to make a Snapchat. Really? Because that's what the kids use. That's true. Huh. So we're so we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, Pinterest. What the we're hell? On everything we're on. We are told to make every single social media page out there because that's what the kids use. They don't want a phone conversation. They just want to see the cool things you're doing with your program. They would rather see a picture than actually just hearing about it. What is the pitch to an international? I mean let alone someone in the U.S., but what's the pitch to an international international student? Like, hey, you can swim? 
it in honestly America? has nothing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with swimming. Yeah. Um, I'll talk more about our international business program. Okay. And that's that's the big pitch. There is, you know, I won't talk much. I'll talk a little bit about swimming, but my pitch to international students are more going along the lines of our international business program, our international marketing programs, things like that, where international students want to come over and study that in America. And and sometimes... But they're, they're still going to have to pay. Like, they're going to pay like a regular college tuition, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's the that's the real shitty part is... Yeah. is it, it, it's really tough to find. That, I, that, that market is even more narrow. Right. Like, if I recruit in one year... Let's say 2020s, which would be uh, seniors this year going to be freshmen next year right. in college. If I recruit a thousand international students, which is kind of where I'm at right now, um, there's a great chance where I might hear back from ten of them. Jeez. So in my job, rejection is everything, which <laughs> I hear a lot of no. So primary example out of out of three thousand. Um, American-born, American soil students. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lucky to get maybe ten or twelve of those. Jeez, with, how many of them even give you a, give have a a conversation with you? Would you say? So probably, probably a third, maybe a little bit more. Probably fifteen hundred, maybe half. Okay, so they'll at least hear you. Out. Yeah, yeah, and and that that's kind of a kind of a, a daily thing that you have to do. Um, with the program is, you know, you're on the phone right after practice, you go practice from four to 7 PM. And then the moment 7 PM hits, I'm on the phone from like seven to eight 30. I'm talking to five or six people every single night, new, um, new recruits. And then after that, I text probably those student athletes, uh, once a week. So it takes me about four or five hours a day oh my God. to get, to get through just texting uh, the athletes that I 90% sure are never going to come here, but I can't stop messaging them because there's that chance that they would come here. What what's the, for an American born athlete, what's, what is yeah. it usually the deciding factor where they're like, I'm coming to Hanover to swim. Yeah. So uh, the, the big, the big pitch, the big sale that we, that we do is just my coaching credentials. Um, you know, I've been coaching, especially at the Division Three level, I've been coaching for going into my third year at Hanover. I've been coaching for, since I was 21, 30, so I've been coaching for 11 years. Okay. It's hard to always just figure that out. Sure. But, um, You're getting old, so, buddy. You're getting old. I don't know, 32, <laughs> getting up there. Um, but just coaching credentials and then just coming off, honestly, as um, – not super ego, but just very confident in the way you talk about a program, what we offer a student. So we can still offer a lot of a swag, a lot of equipment to, to students, Mm -hmm. you know, backpacks, team suits, tech suits, Mm -hmm. really fast suits. So when you watch the Olympics, the suits that the Olympians are wearing, that's the suits that we can offer them. And, um, you know, we talk more about, you know, at this time, you're right. Absolutely. We're talking about the love of the sport. You're not coming here on any sort of athletic scholarship. So you're coming here because you absolutely love swimming mm-hmm. and you love athletics and you want to continue to do it. Um, so just coming off very confident in their approach mm-hmm. and 
you know, getting them to, to visit campus. There's a lot of coaches out there who are sometimes are scared to have a phone conversation with a student. So my initial message to a student is I'll always text them first mm-hmm. just to be like introduction, my name, who I am, schedule the phone conversation. A lot of people just will skip out on the phone conversation, which it's still very important to have as much as I said that texting was important can still like to you still want to feel that one-on-one experience. Yeah, I mean you, you you can be as charming as you want through text, but it's still important to at least get a feel. You can't get that feel for who the other person really is unless you talk to them. Oh, absolutely. And I've had some stinkers out there. I've had some really shitty conversations <laughs> on the phone and Well, you're like this kid ain't going to work for us either. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I I stop texting people when you know, they come off as as a, a real shitty person right. on the phone. Like I will stop recruiting them or if I find something on their Twitter pages, right. which yes, coaches are kind of stalkerish. That's kind of the way coaches are where if you talk to a recruit guaranteed, they're going to be on your Twitter page, looking up all your, all your, absolutely uh, all your garbage that you've posted on there. So uh, do you notice a lot of garbage on there from a lot of kids? Quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, these kids are quite young, but it's still kind of funny to me that, oh, that no one's told these kids, like no one tells these kids, hey, Twitter's been around for like nine years now, 10 years. Yeah. You might not want to tweet everything you fucking think, all right? Yeah, I I really applaud the, the kids that actually open their Twitter page up mm-hmm. and just, I actually prefer that. It's It's a nice thing to see that a high schooler is saying, okay, I'm open this page to the public. This is my life. There's nothing bad on it. It's the ones that hold their stuff very private mm. until they follow the actual like Hanover page that it, it becomes, I, I always kind of question it a little <laughs> bit, but I understand why, you know, privacy is very important. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember back when I was using Twitter a lot, which was around when it came out or shortly after I was tweeting out every fucking thought I had. It was so stupid. <laughs> I don't think I, I think I probably had a couple bit like tweets that were like, eh, that probably shouldn't tweet that. But, yeah. And it's, it's nothing to the, to like, you know, as far as Disney went with like James Gunn yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Like I'm not going back five years into your life no. being like, this is what somebody said. This is going to make me stop. Like if you said something within the past week, that's, really sketchy you know i'm gonna question that but i'm not going back into your entire life (laughs) yeah no i i would agree with that i I would say more the point is like it's just now that twitter's been around we kind of seen the effects of like people getting in trouble on twitter so like i just feel like now kids have to be a little bit more smart about what they're putting out yeah and, and, and i will say that kids do a better job at it do they okay oh yeah interesting yeah. <laughs> i'm sure though you still see some real doozy like oh my god you're you're really racist i did see a couple <laughs> racist tweets out there yes i i did and that i've i've seen those and I, I i mean i wish i always i wish i snap them and just save them yeah just for like just a rainy like, day just to be like yeah. oh my god I'm glad i didn't have this guy come to school yeah it, it would be an interesting photo album that i would have in my phone of just tweets that high schoolers were saying what's the it, it would, oh go ahead no no go i was gonna good. say what's the <laughs> since it's a l- 
been a, a, a more than a few years now since I've been to high school, but you're still looking at high schoolers' tweets. What what are high schools yeah. high schoolers tweeting about nowadays? What's the general you know, consensus? Honestly, you know what I saw the most a few years ago yeah. or last year? Yeah. I saw uh, memes are huge, obviously. Oh, memes, memes are okay. memes are obviously the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, which aren't like most of them aren't disrespectful, but I saw so much like little pump lyrics. Oh no! You know, little pump. Oh, is. I know who little pump is. <laughs> oh no! I've seen so many different things on Takashi Six Nine oh, no. and Little Pump, and it's it's just like lyrics from their songs. It's like nothing bad or anything but like that. But they're both really bad hip hop <laughs> artists. They're they're awful. They're awful. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. But that's like Takashi Six Nine. I think is legitimately a terrible person too. Yeah, isn't he like? Isn't he in jail right I now? I think so. Right, let me look. I'll look it up. I don't. Like, I think he's in jail. I mean, Takashi Six Nine and Lil Pump—they both look. They dress like clowns. I can't. I mean, I can't believe this is what people think that people should look like. Like the absolute worst music you can possibly think of. Right. That that's what high schoolers are really into. Yeah, I know. And our boy, I think Six Nine is. Uh, he might be going to prison pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, I've 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 seen the I've seen the memes where he's like ratting out on different people, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that that's been a, a big thing. I know we had a topic on the nation about vaping. Yeah, what's it, the deal with that? I heard also now vaping is becoming yeah. really bad again. Yeah, like I'm I, I I'm super naive on this topic, okay. but um, you know I've had swimmers in the past that have done it, and you know. Not not in front of me or anything, but what, what, just are we kind talking of about regular vaping? Or what are we talking? Yeah, about? yeah just vaping. Just regular regular vaping, and you know, I didn't hold enough knowledge to even say like, no, you can't do it. Like it, it's not really a. It wasn't illegal. No. Right. Yeah. So like, they can just pick it up anywhere they want as long as they're eighteen. So. Yeah. Apparently, vaping like, is killing people all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Imran feels about that. I'm sure he doesn't. He, like that. I'm sure he's probably like <laughs> he, he. The way his mind is, he's probably going, "Oh, it's the Illuminati! It's the government trying to take it away from us." <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't vape. The only times I've ever really vaped yeah. is if friends have had it. Yeah, and if they it, offer it, it to me, I go, "Oh yeah, sure, why not? I'll vape for a second. I've, I've done it. I've I've done it like twice, and I was incredibly intoxicated. <laughs> That's typically when I'll do something like that, but I'm the same um, way. I, I don't vape or I don't even really I don't really smoke weed. I, I only I vaped or I only vape or cigarette when I'm pretty intoxicated. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? I'll have. I mean, and I can't even like finish a cigarette. No, I no. I've I've done cigars a few times when drinking. Cigars are kind of fun. Cigars aren't bad. Yeah. They give you they give you a really nice buzz. I do. I do them on like. We we have like a kind of a, a celebration here at well it's unofficial but anytime we end like our season mm-hmm. like coaches will get together and they'll just kind of go out and you know have some cigars sure drink get together so it, it's it's a pretty cool thing that we do at the end of the year just to kind of celebrate the season well, cigars are for more like boss too like you sit around you smoke a cigar you're like this is kind of I feel good oh, yeah. like, I'm feeling good about oh, my yeah. life right now oh yeah whereas yeah. cigarettes. Every every time, if you're kind of like sober and you do it, and you're not a big cigarette smoker, you're kind of like, what the, what am I doing? This yeah, kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Now, anyone that smokes cigarettes, I'm sure they feel differently, but that's the f- way I feel when I'm not doing it. When I when I'm 
I'm thinking about doing it as a, a sober person. I'm like, oh, this isn't that cool. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cigars, though. I'm like, yeah, this is. So you look like a boss. That's a boss move it, right it there. It is. It is. <laughs> I, there was one time, maybe a couple months ago, where one of my my guys had a, I guess, a last celebration before a kid came. <laughs> Yeah, like his la- one of his last men man's nights out. Yeah, uh-huh. and we basically it wasn't even night out. We rented a cigar bar, and we we rented a room at a cigar bar. Had wings, drank, and watched NCAA tournament basketball and smoked cigars. Damn, I, honestly, like I'm big. I'm a big party club head guy, but just yeah. chilling, smoking cigars, like drinking whiskey and watching basketball was one of the most fun things I've ever done. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, man, I'm into cigars. Dude. <laughs> I haven't smoked a cigar since, but that was like in yeah. February. But still, yeah, man, that's. I mean, it's it's a really cool experience. It, like, it, it's not something you do alone. No. Like, it, you have to like you have a group. And I know, like, um, it's on a voice from the underground. Is it TJ? No, it's a uh, big Haas. I've had him on the spinoff, and he is from Voice from the Underground. But he uh, every episode, he's smoking a cigar, and he yeah, lets he them like know he, what he's smoking. Yeah, he's like a super big like connoisseur. I don't know like the the word you want to call that, but connoisseur, aficionado, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. He he'll describe the cigar. It's actually really good. He'll describe the cigar and talk about what it goes well with, and what it's how it's made, and what the the different tastes and aromas you get. I'm like, wow, this is really in depth. Yeah, I've never gone that deep. It's just whatever someone's given me. Absolutely. <laughs> I just smoke it. Yeah, just cut it for him. I'll cut someone, cut yep. it for me. Cut I'll it, light yep. it and have like the lighter around because I won't have it in my mouth the entire time. So I'll probably so have to relight it. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's how the cigar yeah, smoking goes for me. <laughs> no, absolutely. You're 100% off. <laughs> so, yeah, this vaping thing, I looked it up. I guess a bunch of people are dying. What the fuck? Yeah, I have I have no idea. I'm glad my swimmers now they don't do it, um, but I haven't seen it. That's the crazy thing is, dude. This this was like, this was like all everyone was doing. Everyone, like three like three or four years ago, like it was like the thing to do. You saw it everywhere, like on college campuses. You would see, yeah, just Vaping, everyone outside. And they had all sorts of jewel jokes, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, I mean, I don't know. I, like maybe two weeks ago, one of my friends who I. I kind of question he's kind of like that that aunt or maybe you're like your mom that reads everything on the internet and just mm-hmm. immediately yeah. believes it he was going like you vaping's bad for you don't do it and i was just going you're like the classic tinfoil hat guy like everything <laughs> is going wrong in the world like this yeah. like i you read it one time on the internet and you used to believe it to be true but this vaping thing has now uh become a thing or not, like people are like, thinking I, about like it. I was like I was I was saying in the group I was like you know you could go to a web page it's pretty reputable and they're gonna give you like ten facts on why vaping is horrible for you and then you're gonna go to another page that's pretty reputable and they'll be like ten facts on why vaping is not poor like not bad for your health right right and so like I don't know who you go to that's why I was like I'm gonna let you know who is it is it Adam. Adam Our Morris, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna let Adam like talk to me a little bit more about this because you know, obviously, he's got a little bit more intel. Hopefully, and what did he he's say? Kind of, oh, For- I, I can't remember. It, it, it was, it was talking more with. I was looking in terms of, um, you know, obviously with with like oils, some of those manufacturers can like slip whatever you want in there. But I'm like, can you actually certify? Like, can, can they go through, a, like, a certification process where they know exactly what's in the oil so they're not having, I don't know. like, it's, vitamin E oils, like, 
Are vapes the juices FDA approved? I like that we, yeah, we, we have, have two guys here that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Talking about <laughs> like, I, I love, yeah, vaping FDA approved. Let's see here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Is like even if it's not FDA approved, can't like is there a way? I don't know. <laughs> like, like I said, I don't. I don't personally. I don't vape, so yeah. I'm just. I'm There's trying to figure this shit out too. Two guys <laughs> that don't vape that are learning talking about vaping. They're Let's, having a conversation about vaping. Yeah, man, we I'm gonna sound so fucking stupid. We, we, we need. We definitely. Well, the thing is. <laughs> I know a guy that vapes, as we mentioned earlier. His name's Imran. Yeah. I just can't judge that his his opinion is going to be all that um, unbiased either. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he'll, he'll he'll like I said earlier. He'll be the type of the guy that's like, it's a conspiracy. Vaping's fine. Whatever. We're all going to die anyways. <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. It's like you might as well just do it. You're going to die at the same time anyway. So. <laughs> you know, the only thing I've watched, like I've I've gone on YouTube. No, no lie. It's like a. Uh, a guilty pleasure for me. What's that? Like, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll watch those like the the vape videos where they're like doing the tricks and sure, shit. Sure, sure, sure. On, it's, I don't know. It's it's just really cool. Like it's a guilty pleasure for me to go on there every once in a while, just like watch those vape tricks, like vape tricks. The, the only vaping. This isn't even a trick. I guess it's because I have cleaner lungs, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the yes. only thing I can do is I can suck in a ton of that air. And just mm-hmm. blow out a shit ton of smoke. Just all that smoke. Yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Yeah. So I, what, what I used or to do, steam or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to work with Imran, so I would go into his office and I would take a hit of his vape. The first time I would always cough because I was like unused to the the amount of yeah. air that was coming uh-huh. in. Yeah. And then I would take another hit and then I would just let it slowly come out, like like I was if I was Snoop Dogg, letting a bunch of weed <laughs> smoke coming out of my face. Yeah, I felt so yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> Dude, the, that. I think that would be a really cool experience to, to be able to like blow that puff and just like get that music video slow motion vibe going on like you see in a like a Snoop Dogg or like a Dr. Dre video. I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be like that's probably on a bucket list of mine is to have that like some sort of the Dr. Dre or Snoop video or Nate Dogg. Uh, yeah, some lyrics blasting in the background as I just sl- the slow mo smoke <laughs> comes out of my mouth and just yeah, immerses my face. That would be the best. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. That that's like a. That, I I don't think I would do it, but man, that's that's like that's that's a pretty cool like dream to, have, <laughs> to, to be able to do that shit. Like just be in like a music video like that. That'd be awesome. Speaking of uh, no, nah, there's there's no good transition for this. Uh, that's all right. We're <laughs> Where'd you go to college? I went to Millican University oh, in, in uh, Illinois. Decatur, Illinois. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> and you swam there. I swam there. They correct. Nice. Yep. Uh, I also coached there for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Like right after school. Yeah, we have. We actually have a member in our nation, um, Glenn Purvis, uh-huh. who I actually went to the the White Sox game with a like a couple weeks, maybe it was a month ago for that. Uh, I think I posted it in there, but yeah, I actually coached him in college. So huh. um, we're actually—I was pretty young at that time, so uh, we're actually pretty good friends now. Well, uh, we hang out quite a bit and through the nation, this, or did you guys know each other before that? No, no, we knew we knew each other because oh. I, I coached him when he went to Millican University. Oh, right, right, right. You said so that I was I was his coach. So uh, we've kind of got this thing we've we've planned out each summer. So obviously, some background information for those who don't know, Tony helped me out quite a bit. Oh yeah. I forgot about this. As far as planning my Vegas trip. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, he did a lot more of that shit than I did. I was like, I'm going to go for a lot of the, 
Yeah, yeah. He actually had a cousin who worked at a. It's like Dre's yep. Dre's nightclub, yeah, absolutely. Dre's beach house. Yep. So he was a man. He spent like most of his time. He had a good time. Like Migos were there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Ludacris was there. Um, God damn. Is it a bachelor party that, was so that long you went ago. on? No. So the the idea was like I was just getting hired at Hanover. Okay. And I was like, let shit, let's go to I literally was like, let's go to Vegas for a week. That's awesome. And like this is the last time I'm gonna be free for a long ass time. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna go. We we stayed at a, we stayed at the stratosphere, which is super sketchy. Why? <laughs> is it just so cheap that you were like, did you wait, 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 we back up, back up, back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you <laughs> Okay, <laughs> for those that have never been to Vegas, Stratosphere <laughs> is this hotel that's based around the fact that they have this tall stratosphere, I guess, yeah, needle-type yeah. building, and they have rides on it, but is known as one of the shittier hotels on the Strip. Absolutely. Yep. Did you guys know that coming in? I knew it, and I knew why it was so cheap. I knew it's considered kind of off the strip a little bit. It's it's like uh, on the, the yeah it's on the north very end, yeah the north end of the end, north yeah. end of the strip which is yeah. considered kind of like more barren. So once you get down there, you're like you're like liquor store, marijuana store, like marijuana dispensaries. You got like three shooting ranges right around it. Right. It's nothing like the strip. No, but it was like thirty dollars a night. <laughs> And we had like a sweet package where we got like flights and everything for under flights in the hotel for like under 300 bucks. Oh my God. That's really fucking cheap. Yeah. So I'm like, let's do this. This is like a really good deal. Okay. I mean, that is a great deal, but let's, okay. We get, so then you get out there. I will say we didn't spend a lot of our time at the stratosphere. Like, well, no, no one ever spends a ton of (laughs) time in their room. So that's why I'm not big on like, you have to go all out in your room, but I I am big on like having a room that doesn't feel sketch. Okay. So go, go ahead. I mean, yeah, so he, he did most of, like, the club. That that wasn't really, like, my scene too much. We did go to a, a really nice, um, like, uh, water – not a water park, but, like, a, a beach show. Pool party? Um, I can't remember what Pool party, called. right? Yeah, yeah, it was a pool party, yeah. Beach yeah. show, nice. Beach show. I didn't, wait, wait, what, I don't know what, what was What I'm was th- shitty about the stratosphere? What was shitty about the stratosphere? Let's see. Um I'm trying to, well, let's see. There were three lovely females. They were all in very um, open clad dominatrix like wear. Okay. Like we're talking black leather, just <laughs> completely like it was, it was absolutely insane. And I think the, like there was a ton of, obviously you're going to find prostitutes quite sure, often sure. In, in Vegas, but in the, the 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 level, I guess the you, you know you're getting some eights or nines in the strip, man. You're starting to get some like ones and twos. Oh no! <laughs> when you get down to that area, but oh, no. I mean, I mean, other than that, like it's not bad. Like it's not dirty or anything like that. It's just it just like, it just feels a little a little less like, v- like a less of a higher caliber of time. I mean, don't don't be out there at night. Just wow. kind of kind of stay. You know, we, we had, like, passes on the monorail, mm-hmm. so we took that pretty much anywhere we went. The monorail basically stopped the stratosphere, so we didn't have to do much. So you, you would like, just, literally, what you would recommend is just go straight to your room when you stay at the stratosphere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get Go to your oh, room, yeah. change, get out, go wherever you're going. Yeah, because you're, you're starting to hit areas where, like, actual townies are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lower sketch, too. Yeah. Yeah, the stratosphere is... 
I've never been in there, so I don't really. I can't speak from experience. The only place I've heard is that is worse is Circus Circus. I don't. We didn't. Yeah, we. <laughs> Which is a, a strange fucking hotel to, when they, that you know when you think about it of a kid oriented hotel on the strip. Yeah, that's not doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, well, that, even that is considered kind of off strip now. Yeah. Like, if if you wanted to walk to it, it's a pretty good walk off of the strip, but yeah. It's super, yeah, it's super sketchy there. And then what they consider, have you seen like their hotels? Which ones? The Circus Circus hotels? Like the rooms? Yeah. Oh, no, I've never seen them. So they they show off this nice, like if you go online, you look at their, their like hotels and stuff, mm-hmm. and it looks like this beautiful facility. And then you get there, and the rooms are actually like lined up like trailer parks. <laughs> like it's like trailer park homes. Oh, no. That you're staying in at Circus Circus, like <laughs> what it's yeah, it's not an actual hotel. You stayed room. there. It's just, I haven't stayed there, but I walked by it. Uh, okay, we walked by like their hotel area, and it's nothing like what it shows online. It's it's kind of like offset from the actual casino, and it's just like a bunch of trailers just Ugh. in the back. It's really nasty. Well, I'm looking at the yeah, these rooms look real fucking old. Yeah. Oh, weird. Huh. So you only did you did one pool party while you were out there? I did one. My buddy Glenn did. I think he did like four or five. Oh wow! He got after but, it. Yeah, dude. He's he's all about that life. That's that. So. I like Glenn already. That's that's typically what I do as dude, I go to a Glenn, party. Right. I was like, I tried to. So I I was a little I was a little worried that you know again me not being uh, I guess the most interesting person. Uh, I was like, man, Glenn, you should come on to the show. We're probably going to talk about Vegas. He's like, nah, no, I don't want to do that. I, you know, it's not my thing. And he's like, I'll think. He's like, I'll think about it. And he never got back to me. But he would be an amazing guest to to come on. He's 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 also a I, he's not an aquatics director, but he also coaches <laughs> swimming. <laughs> well, if he's ever comfortable, I'd love to love to talk to him. If you hear us, Glenn. We can talk sometime about Vegas. Yeah, come on, Lynn. Come on, no dude. pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Flash, a lot of pressure. He gives into pressure quite a bit. So, oh, nice. <laughs> um, but no, he's in the Chicago area too. So, oh, no kidding. I mean, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, how many times had you been to Vegas before? That would have been my third trip. So, like overall, what do you like about being in Vegas? You know, I'm just I'm a, I love to gamble. Okay, so that makes a lot I'm, of sense. I'm, a, I'm kind of a big gambler. I can do everything but sports bet. Mm. Why is that? Um, that's an NCAA rule. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you can't even so, bet on pro sports, no, huh? No, no. I cannot bet on any any sort of athletic event that is officiated through law or just any sort of athletic why, event. Why, so do they, I, why do they? Oh, just because of the, I guess, I don't know. I guess, I guess yeah, the NCAA doesn't like being involved with betting. Irving, yeah, any, they, anyone associated with them and being involved. The idea that no matter what level that you could potentially change the outcome of a an event, mm. even at the Division Three level, which I don't know why they would. Yeah, who's betting on Division Three stuff? Yeah, you got to be a real fucking degenerate. And and I don't even know. Be betting on Division Three. Yeah, yeah, well that that and who's like who has a line on Division Three stuff that you can bet on? I don't think anybody does. Right. Nobody, some some third party online right. European <laughs> that doesn't even know the name of your school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's it's it's a stupid rule. But like when we get to March Madness, we'll get an email from our the president of the college and be like, 
Slate, no, you cannot, you know, you cannot place bets or do any sort of office pools for the NCAA tournament, which, huh. you know, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Like, I, I'll still make a bracket. Yeah, but can you do a bracket? I, you can do a bracket. You just can't put any money on it. So you just have to do it for fun. Yeah. So even that, like, stupid ESPN, I don't even know what they call it, pick them, where it's like what, the chances of someone winning is insanely remote if they get all the picks right. You can't do that? Mm-hmm. No. If I win anything off of any sort of fa- – if I win something off fantasy football, I get in trouble. You can't do fantasy football? I could do fantasy football, but I cannot put money on it. Jeez. Like I can't, I can't join a a, a, a league that that has money down like fifty. I hope this bucks job's worth it. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about it now, I might have to like rethink my life decisions. I'm still young enough; I can switch jobs, right? Absolutely, you're still. You'll switch careers a few more times. You'll be fine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, you know, you always got to have that backup plan. <laughs> I mean, this your your hours seem pretty pretty ridiculous. They are. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, they are. Do you have They're, off uh, on weekends? No. What, what the, we we practice on weekends too. Wh- when is off season? I don't have an off season. What, what, when do you have free time? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, so th- so going back to where we were going. So <laughs> this is why we went to Vegas in the first place because I knew the schedule was going to be crazy. Okay. But what I found was there's a couple weeks in the summer. So we're technically "quote unquote" off in June and July, okay. but I'm not on the road like recruiting. So I'll travel to God. I'll travel to like North Dakota, South Dakota. I'll go to Tennessee. I'll go to Florida. I'll go to Maine, Michigan. I'll go to Illinois sometimes to to recruit athletes. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the road, and that's considered my off season. Is is just is driving around the, the country. Do they reimburse you for this? Yeah, yeah. I don't okay, pay good, for it. Good, good. I'll get like a rental car from the college and everything like that. That's good. Okay. Yeah, but I found that we I have there's a there are a few weeks in there where there's like no swimming going on, I can't travel, and so our plan is, and we kind of set it up this year is so I went to Chicago with Glenn for a couple of days, and we're like let's try something every year. So next year we're actually planning our trip to go to Toronto. Okay. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I need to talk with like Lisa. And Steve oh, yeah. and Adam, who are all, I don't know if they're from Toronto, but I know they're in Canada, um, and talk to them about some things to do in that area, because I think we're going to go for like five or six days. We're going to get a rental car. It's like seven hours from Chicago to get to like- You would go through Chicago? Aren't you in Indiana? So I would start in Chicago. So since, my, since Glenn's in Chicago, oh. I would just travel up there with the rental car. Mm. We'd stay there for a day, and then we would go- Across through Michigan, and then go through that I way. It's Toronto's about seven hours. Cool. Yeah, so we're we're trying to plan something each year to to go on some sort of a trip. You have no fucking free time. I don't. I get like two weeks. That's like two week vacation. Why do you do this? <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> okay. it. That's All right, good. you know it's 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 my thing. It, it hell it doesn't pay a lot, but it you know it's it's a it's a job, and I love it and. I definitely would not be doing it if I didn't. Absolutely. I mean, That's there's no sure. way you can. There's no way any sane person can do this job and not no. and not love and it. The, and, and honestly, the 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 big the, the big thing for me is, like I said, I on the jock talk is I could not be I could not be like an office worker. I I just simply could not. 
I could not sit down for that long, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't just work the nine to five. Mm-hmm. You never. Thing. That's, you, that's just always, not me. You've always wanted to do something a little different or a little. I need to be on my feet. I need to be moving. I need to be walking around. So most of my day, I'm on my feet. I'm doing something very, and I'm and I'm not saying I'm not like. I don't want it to come off like as bad. Like office people aren't proactive, but I need to be like talking with students, talking with educators, talking with facilitators, facilitating something going on at the time mm-hmm. where I don't feel I would be as productive being in an office setting. I feel like I would probably just be on my phone most of the time. Sure, sure. No, I mean, that's completely understandable. Man, I'm like amazed that you don't have any free time. Is that how you, how do you listen to the show? <laughs> I, so that that's why I that's how I came across your show. It's and I think that was my first message in the nation was like, "Hey, Blake Brain, I'm a, a swim coach." Um, I honestly found you guys in the summer of 2017. Okay, uh, and I, I because it was the summer, I was on my recruiting oh, trip. That's right, so right, right. I so that's when I'm when I'm on the road. I'm on the road for like five, six, seven hours a day. Mm-hmm trying to get to wherever I'm going, I'll like listen to you guys and your show's like two hours. Right. So that takes up part of it. I'll listen to Bill Simmons. Yep, yep. I'll listen to the ringer, the NBA show or the NFL show or, um, God damn, I, there's like 20 different podcasts that you I you just cycle through listen to right now. Yeah. I also don't listen to music when I'm on the road. It, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Like I get really bored with listening to music, but for some reason, podcasts like keep me proactive and like keep my mind working and like kind of let kind of makes you think a little bit like a lot of the conversations that you and ron and Rugboy have like really like i'm i'm not like arguing like i'm not in the car like yelling at the podcast be like you're not right you're wrong or something like that sure. but um like i'm like you guys make great points on a lot of situations well, thanks man and, and uh it really keeps me, you know, active on the road. So when I'm not falling asleep, I think that's really important. I mean, I find that listening to podcasts. The, so the only time I listen to podcasts are on the road as well. Um, but when I do want to think, that's when I throw on a podcast. And when I'm like this morning, I threw on a podcast. I threw on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had on some mm-hmm. guy talking about quantum physics and quantum mechanics. Absolutely. Well, it was in the so it was in the morning. I he they started talking about. I read the description. I go, oh man, this could be kind of interesting. Guys started talking about. I'm like, this is way too fucking early for me to start thinking like this. <laughs> so I had to switch it to music. But I do find like music for me is to be like a little more mindless, whereas podcasts oh, yeah. can can definitely unlock that. Oh, like keep your brain stimulated. Like oh oh, I should be thinking about this. What what does that mean? What we're oh, that's a good point. Which you know things along those lines, which is which is fun in the car because otherwise driving would be real fucking boring. Yeah, can you imagine. I, I felt- oh, go ahead. I, f- I fall asleep to music. Honestly, I will like doze off within the first like two hours of me driving. Even even if I'm listening to like something like hyped up or something, no, I, I'll also like fall asleep to it. But it's, it's something that, yeah, it's something like a podcast that really keeps me active and going. I, yeah. Like I'm, I, I couldn't think of a time. I, I don't remember a time. I couldn't imagine a time before podcasts. Right. I was just saying like, Remember when in your car you could just listen to the radio <laughs> and, yeah. like, and like a CD <laughs> or a cassette? <laughs> God, and, that's... and now you can just 
hook up your phone and basically listen to whatever you want. You know, if you have you just, a subscription to a- Apple Music or Spotify, and then you have some sort of podcast app, um, you're basically set to listen to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and, and like, so I, I, I don't know how Sirius stays in business, but that's got to be like the biggest scam ever, right, at this point? Yeah, who's listening to satellite radio? I still see people there like, yeah, I got my Sirius going in my car. I'm like, why? why? <laughs> Bluetooth your, just Bluetooth your phone to your car and you get the same thing. Right. Yeah, you get the same thing and you can switch it. You're not yeah. subject to whatever that station is playing. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, unless, you're, unless your car is just not capable of doing it, I don't get it. But I mean, at this point, like anything. Even then, you can get an aux cable. Yeah, I, I had a yeah, yeah an aux cable. An aux yeah. cable when my with my O seven car for the longest time until I got a new one. I just did the aux cable thing. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that's one of those situations where I just like roll my eyes and just move on. I'd be like, you're not even worth arguing with. <laughs> well, since I have you on the show and you are a listener, is there any? Uh, nerdy topics or sports topics that come to mind that you want to discuss with me one-on-one oh my gosh oh jeez! <laughs> not uh, to put you on the spot or anything no 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 so i think you know the the, the biggest conversation I, I might not have listened to your latest show and you guys have probably talked about it but um the, there's a lot of buzz i guess positive and negative on this joker movie oh yeah oh, yeah no. we, we talked a little bit about it on the last show but yeah we can talk about it now okay I haven't been on the road. I haven't caught up yet. But I like I like save them for oh for sure. You should definitely save them for a, a stupid rainy day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Joker thing is strange because there was all that huge buzz for it, and now there's all this negative backlash towards it, as if it's too dark or too like not a good film for people to watch. Like, yeah, there's some sort I, of like buzz that like society shouldn't be making films like this. I don't know. I haven't seen yeah, the fucking I, movie, so and I've, it's like yeah. So so we're we're like we're we're arguing over, a, and and that's I think where I I know where Rug Boy gets really annoyed because I like argue with him sometimes. What's that? Say that again. Um, you cut out. There. I argue with Rug. Oh, sorry. It's like that's where I think I I annoy Rug Boy a little bit. Is I kind of argue with him on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's easy not, to poke. Not often, but he's actually yeah. he's so I love the guy, um, but man, he can like. He he takes the Twitter arguments too like personally sometimes I feel yeah. like yeah but he, right. he his, his his the way he fall like the way he's gonna fall on things is actually almost now kind of predictable <laughs> yeah 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 but I you know we there there was the conversation in the in the nation about I think I posted it and I I I didn't want to post it as in like I was for it oh was it the black Magneto. No, uh, no I, I did post that, but I literally just did that because I, I wanted to like throw that out just for like fun. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I think the thing I posted for what it's was worth, though. I will say, I, I think Magneto being a Nazi is a big part of his character, or not Nazi? Sorry, oh, absolutely. Well, uh, Holocaust survivor, <laughs> definitely not yeah. A Nazi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I don't know if I read your article or if it was a different article. There was some sort of rumor that they were looking at Denzel Washington to play Magneto. Oh wow! And I was like, I don't know how they would explain this, or if this is essential to the character. You know, what what kind of divisiveness this would cause? But Jesus Christ, that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, it would definitely cause. I so I think announcing that they are looking at uh, like a, a blacker African American Magneto, I think would cause 
a lot of divisiveness. Oh, absolutely. But I think the moment you announce Denzel as Magneto, I think a lot of that goes away. Purely because, yeah, I mean, that I would agree. Purely because it's Denzel. It's because it's Denzel, and you're like, yeah. holy shit, Denzel Washington playing Magneto in a Mar- MCU film. Well, now, what? do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. Yeah, probably but, not. I mean, I mean, but I think that would that would get rid of a lot of the chatter, the negative chatter. Sure, sure. Which Disney is really good at uh, doing that. They're really good at spinning the news to make sure that it's pretty positive on their end. Well, they're they're also very good at like, if you don't like this, you're racist. Kind <laughs> of feel. They, no, yeah. <laughs> that they would even if, would even if you're not racist. Yeah. I mean, the whole Spider-Man thing they spun brilliantly. Until like the very end, right? When Sony was like, "Fuck you, it's mine, it's over." I still think that it might it might fix that, but we'll see. I, you know, I think so too. No, there was an article that said Sony was always open to like coming back to the table, sure, or something like that. But what was what was the article that you were talking about on the Nation? The article was like the how reviewers were on. It was the Rotten Tomato, and we've had the conversation on the the Nation before on. For those uh, that don't listen or don't know, The Nation is the Jock and Nerd Nation Facebook group on Facebook, obviously. It's a closed group that people can join if they're listeners of the show and discuss things that we talk about on Jock and Nerd and the spinoff. But go ahead. And, and the conversation always comes up as, you know, obviously there's a, there's a bias towards Ron Tomato. We've, we've all kind of figured that out. But A bias? When, like what? As in far as like how the, the tomato meter is read. Sure how the, the, the number is actually shown. Like, if I go on my phone, I can't actually read right, right, right. The, the average number. But if I get on my computer, I can see, like, okay, if it's a 70%, right, right. What the, what the it's, real... like a six, it's like a 6.2 out of 10 right, or something right. like the, that. The, the score that is pushed on Rotten Tomatoes is very, very um, deceiving. Yeah, and so the the only thing I just wanted to I I, I like post it and I, I got a lot of negative backlash on on why do people even look at Rotten Tomatoes and and I think we're in a culture now where honestly it's so much easier just to go to the website and boom there's a number there yeah and it, it's like a five second thing where I can look at the number and instantly judge a movie which I'm not saying is right I'm totally saying that's a wrong way to do it but we're we're like eighteen to you know twenty five year olds are like hit this website on my phone. I see the numbers like 60% or 70%. Boom. I'm judging it at this. Absolutely. Point. And I've had this argument with rug boy where he's like, I don't understand how this is popular. I'm paraphrasing here, but he, you know, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's, you know, and he'll say, you know, people should go and judge the movie on its own quality and not listen to what yep. other people are saying. And I, and I agree with that, but I also think we're in a society now where people just don't want to have to waste their time on things. Oh yeah, you know it's a very instant gratification on things. So, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, I always make the comparison to like Yelp reviews on restaurants, and like absolutely, people just want like they want to know what they're getting into now. They don't want to have to have their time or money wasted. So they're going to look at something like Rotten Tomatoes, unfortunately, and take that one score and go, okay, I know now yeah. I'm not going to go see this movie, or yes, yeah. this is worth seeing. You know, like people don't want to. People have like a million other things they could be doing. They don't want to have yeah. to like sit through a two and a half hour movie for with the potential of it being really shitty, and then they go, "Wow, I just wasted two and a half hours of my life." Regardless of the fact of if they should be appreciating art or not, people don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, and I like I'll, I'll see the number, but 
the, the big thing that I was getting at was like the numbers there, but I'll also dig into what, you know, there, there's like a few that I actually like, it's a Peter Travers on Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. I, I look at his quite often, yeah. uh, but I compare it to like, what's the difference between looking at the tomato meter compared to opening up your Sunday newspaper 20 years ago and looking at Roger Ebert's right. there's no difference. review of the movie. The, the only difference is there's now an aggregation of all the reviews. Yeah. So people kind of trust Rotten Tomatoes maybe a little more. Or maybe they don't. Yeah. Maybe now there's a more backlash against it. But I feel like it being an aggregator, they feel like, oh, there's a, like, a lot of people that feel this way. And they're professional critics. So I don't yeah. see it there as any. I honestly, I'm one of those that's like, I don't. I don't really care for like Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, I don't put too much well, stock into it. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, I don't really care if like Rotten Tomatoes is affecting the movie oh, industry yeah. badly. Like, you're gonna have to deal with it. Things change, evolve. Yeah, yeah, evolve. Like, if if you're really that concerned about the tomato meter, then fucking make a better movie. Yeah, <laughs> really. But what was the what was the big one that I know you guys? I think the conversation came up during the Venom review. Uh, I think because the I think the, the Venom v- review is like sixty percent or fifty percent. I think the Venom movie, if I remember correctly, had a lower score on Rotten Tomatoes, but the fans really liked it. That was yeah. That's that's where the conversations came into account. Is great. The fans saw it, but I think the audience score was really high. I think the audience score was really high, and it made a lot of I, money. Yeah, it did. So you know, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's, right? it, it's one of those. It's one of those those weird places where you know people are just going to be hopeful i'm hoping people become so stubborn that they they go see a movie i think someone said that that i'm gonna go see the movie just because it showed the review was poor just so i can either prove it wrong or have an opinion of my own sure which is good but again for an 18 to 25 or 18 to 24 year old that's i mean they're not going to want to go waste two hours of their life well, yeah, and, and also, like, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're going in to see a movie because you want to prove that it's not a bad movie, aren't you already coming in with some sort of weird bias for the movie? With an expectation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to think this movie is incredible right. just because Rotten Tomatoes said it was a 50%. Like, like being the, the anti-pop culture guy isn't always a cool thing either. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's kind of annoying on its own end. That's true. It's like, dude, stop. Why do you care so much? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That, that, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing is like, I just don't, I, I look at the Rotten Tomatoes score sometimes and I go, oh, like this will get me hyped for a movie. Oh man, this movie's getting some bad reviews. Yeah, damn. Um, yeah. But then I forget about it. I don't like think about it and go, man, like this, this movie is going to be really good and Rotten Tomatoes really fucked this over. What happened? What what's going on? This must be some sort of conspiracy. Like, yeah, it's, why, it's, why are we it's, wasting I'm, brain power on this? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm not and then and then here we are like having a conversation about it. Sure, sure. But uh but yeah, it's not like I'm going well, We're to, having like, a conversation of the ridiculousness of it. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I'm not doing it like the day before the movie like if I see it I, like these Joker things are coming out like 2-3 weeks beforehand. I honestly right now I could not tell you the score of this movie. Me neither. Um I like I don't even remember what it was when I even looked at it a week ago. Right. So like me going to see the film, I have no like I I can't even remember. So that's that's the nice thing is I'm not going in like the day of and be like, "Oh, by the way, this is what it was." Like I'll look at it once 
like two weeks or three three weeks before the movie comes out, and that's it. Right. I'm, I'm like done with it at that point. Like, okay, that's where it's going to be. I figure once thirty reviews come through, that's probably where it's going to land. It's going to be around. There. Right. Right. And a lot of the times too, when I look at a, a Rotten, for me at least, when I look at a Rotten Tomatoes score. For a movie, it's a movie that I've already pre predetermined. I'm probably going to see. Oh yeah, that you're going to see already. Right. Yeah. So I just, totally. I'm almost like, I kind of just want to know what I'm getting into here. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the score is low, and I'm pleasantly surprised, and sometimes the score is high, and I'm like, this is, movie wasn't that great, and you know, I've I've had, I I don't think the the score has influenced me too much. No, I I can't say I would. Man, I'm trying to think. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, I think the reviews on that were a bit too high compared to what I was coming in with a higher expectation of oh. myself. See, I really like Guardians 2. Yeah, I, I mean, I was in, in the scope of everything that was going on within the cinematic universe. That It kind of felt to me like a, a like completely a one-off, like it wasn't really anything to do with what was going on at the time. I think mm-hmm. the previous movie that had come out had gave me some hope that it was going like the, that guardians movie was going to be connected a little bit more than what it really was. Like I thought the story was fine. Um, I liked Kurt Russell mm-hmm. as ego. I thought he was great. I thought Chris Pratt did a good job. I think they pushed the comedy of like Bautista a little bit. I think that was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it just had a little bit more interconnectivity sure. to what they were doing in the MCU at the time. No, I, but that was yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean those are all fair points. What do you think about the um, the upcoming Marvel MCU slate? Man, you were, you were there's, so, there's too many for those that were uh, <laughs> fan or don't follow the nation. Was it was Blake Braden that was live? tweeting what yeah, a live absolutely. live sharing on the nation the uh san diego comic-con marvels news so thank you for that I, you were legitimately the guy i was going to to find all the news um but yeah what i mean what do you what are your thoughts overall or is there anything that stands out for you that you're like this is i'm really excited about yeah. this or this is a strange decision yeah honestly i am really down on this eternals movie i'm in too um i i don't know what, like it's and I know it's supposed to be a very eclectic class or uh, of, of actors, but like you're putting Angelina Jolie, like oh, man, that's like it's fine, but man, she hasn't done anything in a few years, mm-hmm. actually, right? Like that scares me a little bit. I I like Kunal Nanjiani. Yeah, I loved him. I I saw Stuper. How was I that a, movie? You know, it. <laughs> I got it for free. Okay, it was a. <laughs> Would you sneak in? How old are you? Um, no, they, uh, <laughs> they, there was like this website called like GoFobo or something, okay. which offered me a free, like it did free screenings on opening night. Okay. And like, you could get free tickets for it. You could get two free tickets. And it was a situation where it's free. I might as well go see it. So I laughed my ass off. I thought it was good for what it was supposed to be. Sure. But I like Kunal Nanjiani. I watched Silicon Valley. Um, so I, I, I like his work, so I hope he'll be a, um, a, a pretty big part of it. I'm really excited about Shang-Chi. Me too. I love the cast. I think that's an incredible group of actors. I think they casted it perfectly. I'm glad we're going to see a real Mandarin finally instead of Ben Kingsley. Sure. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, 
I'm down on WandaVision, which I... Wow, <laughs> it, you're down just on looks, WandaVision, huh? I'm down on WandaVision. I don't know what they're going to do. I know Paul you're Bettany's down obviously going to be or you're down on it as you don't really I, like it? Yeah, I'm down as I don't like okay, it. Yeah. Okay, that's, okay, then I yes, I am a little... I am with you on... I'm, yeah. I'm a little skeptical on WandaVision. Yeah, no, I know. I know. In one of her storylines in, in the comics, and obviously, you guys can, you know, whoever listens to this in the nation can correct me. But there's a storyline. Was it the House of M? Yeah, where she created her basically own parallel universe. Uh, was it House of? I see. I don't. I know House of M is the basic gist is she gets nuts. She goes crazy and, yeah. and says no more yeah. mutants or something like that. Yeah, and I thought she created a world where it was just like that might have been like it. her own kind of dimension and universe. So I don't know if they're going to do that. Where she is so distraught at losing vision that she she goes nuts and she creates like her own. Like she creates her own universe where vision's back in it or something. I think they're going that route because there's also a storyline where in the comics where vision creates this kind of like picturesque suburban family life for himself. Okay. So I think they're going to like meld those two where she creates this, this world in her brain yeah. where her and vision are together in the suburbs and living like the ideal life. Okay. So, and I mean, and yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll see. It's got, it's got potential, I guess, but I'm, you know, what, what I've seen of it so far, one, I don't like the name. It's a terrible name. That's just, it's a really bad name. <laughs> I really couldn't think of anything else. WandaVision. WandaVision. What? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty. Uh, um, they, they didn't take a, a a whole heap of writers to come up with that. No, no, no. Uh, what else is coming out, man? They've uh, got well, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. They've got yeah. the introduction of Moon Knight, which I saw. You guys talked about what Shia LaBeouf. As... Who brought that up? It might have been. It might have been Imran. I'm not on the board with Shia LaBeouf being Moon Knight. That'd be really fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Mark. I mean, he's a he's an interesting character. Um, you gonna get wait, you gonna get Disney Plus to get all these shows? Oh, absolutely. So I so I heard with the new Disney Plus. So I'm getting the the package, the twelve ninety nine deal with Hulu Disney Plus, ESPN. Hulu and ESPN Plus. Absolutely. Now I heard you can put four people on. That was the latest thing I heard. You can put four people on one account. Okay, that's good. So all, four coaches in the office. We're just splitting the deal. I mean, it's a fantastic deal. Yeah, so we have four coaches in the office come November to that we're going to split that. Are monthly. you? Um, do you still own Basic Cable as well? I do not. Oh, I have. So I have no cut. Basic Cable. I'm absolutely. I have no cable, Xfinity, any of that shit. What do you? Yeah, you just, you have, just pay for internet. I pay for internet. That's it. Yeah, you, I pay for internet. I've got Amazon Prime. Uh huh. Um, I've got Amazon Prime. I've got Netflix. I've got the WWE Network. <laughs> nice. Uh, which you. I borrow from Glenn. I don't, though I don't think he knows I borrow it anymore. But <laughs> I still borrow it from Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. Don't change your password, please. please don't. <laughs> but how do you keep um, up on like? Because I know you're a sports guy. How do you keep up on sports? Yeah. Um, man, dude, I, I'm on probably. Honestly, I, I, I just take most of my information from ESPN or Yahoo. What do you do for like a live um, sporting event that you want to watch? Live sporting event that I want to watch. Oh, I'll you know I'm probably not supposed to say it, but I'll try to find like a, a super like sketchy site to, <laughs> to like free live stream. Like I get the so you just like cast it on this. your onto your computer. Since I've got I've got Amazon, I've got the Fire Stick. Yeah. I can cast it onto my Fire Stick. Oh, okay. On my TV, so 
Um, you have like a smart yeah. TV and then you hook up a, the Amazon Fire Stick to it? Yeah. Yeah, one of these days it might eventually yeah. cut the cord on cable. But I'm thinking the, about the, I'm thinking about doing like a YouTube TV or a sling or something the, like that. The way to go, honestly, and I'm thinking about doing this, but dude, Hulu Hulu Live is Oh, I've heard about Hulu Live too. What I've seen is that's that's where to go. Because it's you get a hundred you get a hundred stations, live sports, you get all like the for you to be Fox Sports. Right. I don't know if you got Fox Sports Chicago, Fox Sports Midwest. Sure. Yeah, I think it's Chicago. I don't know. WG and all yeah. that. But it's it's 40 bucks a month. That's not bad. And it's just yeah. through Hulu? Yeah, it's Hulu Live TV. It's just it's 40 on top of what you're, whatever you're paying for Hulu. Uh, no, it's it's 40 And then that also comes with the regular Hulu, too. Huh. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, that's... There, there might be... I heard there might be like a premium... Mm-hmm package that might come out that'll be espn plus hulu live tv and disney plus mm. for like a, a higher number but what are you paying for internet as, uh, i pay i pay 40 i pay 45 you're are you you're in you're saving money though overall right than if you had cable oh. tv oh my god cable my parents still have cable and they pay so the the big thing with cable is you get you get your packages and it's like 150 dollars but the the big thing with cable is there are a lot of like hidden fees that come through. Like you have to pay city taxes, like various taxes. Mm. Uh, you have to pay for the box right, right, right. that Xfinity provides. You have to pay for because they have like a triple play package. So they have to pay for the box. They have to pay for um, the internet, and they have to pay for their phones as like a rental. Hmm. So there's like added fees on top of just your packages where you might be paying $120 for your cable, but then there's 30 or 40 extra dollars that you're paying just for like rental or taxes or agreements. And I don't know, I don't know like how that. these cable, how long these cable companies can get away with this, like, or not get away with it, but like more and more people are going to start yeah. just cutting the cord. Yeah, I would totally recommend it. Like, whenever your contract ends, I would totally recommend Hulu Live TV or YouTube. I did the free trial for YouTube Live TV too, and it was great. It was fine. Yeah, they offer a ton of a awesome. shit ton of DVRing too on YouTube TV. They do. So does Hulu. Oh, they offer nice. this. I think it's the same amount too, but uh, they're very similar in packages. I think they cost the same, but it's significantly cheaper. The, yeah, the only reason I, I've and I'm probably can get it through YouTube and Sling or Hulu. The only reason I haven't cut the, completely cut the cable cord is is just the live sports aspect, and and I guess more the familiarity of you know we I'm sure you grew up with cable. It's just kind of yeah. just familiar. Yeah, yeah, and I've kind of I've gotten away from it just for the fact that I'm like you're never around I either. Right? I don't have the I, I'm not around, and I don't have I don't want to spend that money anyway. So. I'm super frugal as far as well, and like your share. Like the thing is now is it's so easy to like share or oh yeah, s- <laughs> steal your friends' accounts. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's and that's what I do. Like I said, I got I got Glenn's WWE network. <laughs> I've got my I've got my parents' Netflix. Right, and yeah, I, no I do one, my no, own Amazon. Oh, I was gonna say no. Well, barely anyone like share has just one account. Oh know. yeah, oh yeah. And then for my Amazon Prime, what I do is because I technically have. A, I work at a college. Mm-hmm. They don't know if I'm a student or not, so I have the student package. The student package, which is half price. <laughs> All I have to do is just put in my 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 email, which is in 
and edu it's a college email so they assume i'm a student <laughs> how long so I'm, how long are you gonna be able to get away with that you know as far as when this podcast gets updated you, I, you expect know, to lose everything to door, right? i'm gonna lose everything at that point but they're gonna be they're, they're gonna the the government or whoever the hell monitors all this stuff is gonna be yeah. like you know what this episode with blake Braden. This guy's a shady cat. I'm going to listen to this one. And then they're like, they I, are just... and they're like I knew it. This motherfucker was stealing all this stuff and conning all us the entire time. Stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I pay $45. That's the, that's the Amazon prime. Um, what up, man? The, the, the problem I'm getting into is I, I still watch the walking dead every once in a while. Oh no. Why? What? <laughs> whenever, whenever I can, um, why do I watch it anymore? You know, honestly, I can't tell you. It's because I'm a completionist. completionist yeah. I've, I've started it. I might as well finish no matter how bad it's getting or how bad the, the storylines are getting. Um, oh. But, you know, they have like the AMC premium. They've got CBS All Access. There's, I mean, there's there's so many that are doing their own streaming services that a little overwhelming. If, you, if you did all of them individually, it will cost more than cable. Yeah. Like if you picked every single one of them, then yeah, it will absolutely cost. Yeah, the game. last um, the last show which you didn't listen to, um, we talked about how uh, yeah, they adding up just all the cable, the premium cable services yeah. that are pretty popular, and yeah, it adds up to being quite quite I think close. If you, I think if you actually scroll through the archives, you could probably search for it. I posted back before they had Disney Plus. I think I actually like researched every single app mm-hmm. or every single premium service that you could purchase that's including hbo showtime stars and i think i the cost ended up coming out to like 450 dollars or so if you if you got every single if you personally purchased every single like cbs all access amc plus disney plus apple different things like that right. it, it was it was 450 bucks or so well i mean it was kind of ridiculous disney plus is coming out apple's coming out with theirs apple plus i know um hbo is doing something with warner brothers i think it's like hbo plus or max, max yeah or, yeah yeah they've, they've got like hbo now go and max at this point yeah i think max will be the one that trumps everything for them yeah because that's gonna have a lot of wb stuff and then i think nbc universal's doing their own thing because they purchased their friends and office back yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They got the. I heard. Uh, did you know? What's that? Did you know that I, I? I think I did listen to that show. I was unaware that HBO was owned by, or they owned. Well, are they getting the CBS show? What shows are they getting? Are they? They were. They were getting. Oh man, I can't. Remember. What the HBO WB Max. shows, right, or the CW shows? Is that what they're getting? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they might be right. I was shocked about like what they actually owned. So I just read this. This is actually five hours ago. It says inside the blockbuster six hundred million dollar deal that they're gonna put the big bang theory and they're gonna yeah, stream yeah, it on yeah. HBO Max. Okay. Wow. Yeah, this HBO Max thing might be pretty It was Warner Media. Good. I had no idea that HBO had any Are they with Warner Media or are they with? I don't know. Yeah, who fucking knows? But they're doing something. <laughs> yeah, Friends is yeah. leaving Netflix. Do you think? Do you think you'll get to a point where you you cut Netflix? That's that's the next thing that that goes for me. You think so? Um, yeah. The only thing I watch on there now is Trailer Park Boys, and they're not doing any new ones. 
I guess the only reason why I haven't cut Netflix is, and if my friend is listening to this, Justin, I'm sorry, but uh, we split it, and uh, oh yeah, I paid him for it last year, and he hasn't asked me for any money this year, so I'm just <laughs> we're, kinda... okay. We're both doing sketchy things. It's good well, work. The thing we're, is, I'm not the guy. This is a confessions podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me, he's paying for it. He should ask me for the money. Absolutely. Like if <laughs> you know, absolutely. if someone owed me yeah. money, I would ask them. I'd be like, "Hey, you owe me this." And Just wait for that text tomorrow. <laughs> like, here's your invoice. I know he listens to the spinoff show, but I don't think he listens to every episode. So hopefully he'll look at this and be like, "Aquatics director like, Blake Braden. Super boring. Yeah. Not going to want to listen to this who, one. Who the fuck? I don't even know how to swim. Why am I going to listen? Yeah, to this? absolutely. Why am I going to want to listen? <laughs> Which I think we only talked about swimming for like ten minutes. Which is kind of- <laughs> well the the whole like point of this show is like you throw something in front of your name, but then we talk about whatever, so that it's not oh, like yeah. someone doesn't think, oh, like this person only knows how to talk about this. I mean, we could just talk about swimming, but who the fuck oh, wants no, to talk about will, swimming for that, will, that long? That will bore. I don't want to talk about swimming for that long, considering I've done it for the past like ten hours of the day. So yeah, like what what is really. <laughs> Okay, what are yeah. your thoughts on Michael Phelps? No, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, he's re- he's retired. That's about all I can what say. About, what was the other guy that, like, uh, I forgot his name, that was in Brazil and faked like he got mugged? Oh, bro, Ryan Lochte? <laughs> that dude is a douchebag, man. <laughs> I remember talking about it. We were all like, that dude is such a douche. No, he is. is he? Like, he's the definition of a douchebag, yeah. <laughs> How stupid yeah. can you be to be like, you know what, I'm going to stage that I got robbed in Brazil, and then there's like... And do you know... Video surveillance of him not getting robbed in Brazil. Yeah. And do you know how he got caught? The stupidest thing. And this was the thing that pissed me off. One, he left both of his teammates back in Brazil to take the fall. That's right. He did jet out of town and then they got like really in a lot of fucking trouble for it. The the thing, this is the, the stupidest thing. And I find it really funny too. He went and complained to his mom and told his mom he got beat up in Brazil Mm -hmm. His mom came out on social media, and that's how people found out about it. Is that his mom posted about it? Oh my god! Like he literally went to his mom and be like, "Mom, I got beat up in Brazil," and then but, she posted. But he all was over doing that media. with the intent. To, what, what was his intent to do that? Well, they, they were robbing the place, were they? Or they were just like they were doing like vandalizing the. Oh yeah, they like some, they were being assholes. Oh yeah, they were the ones that were like they were vandalizing this like, ho- like this uh, gas station bathroom, and they like knocked the door in, and they were like spray painting it. I think. Uh, let's see here. Stop the you. Yeah, yeah. They they were fu- so they were drunk. They damaged yeah. the sign, and then yeah, and then they were they were the guy the owner looked like he was trying to grab money from them, and they like jetted out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, they, I mean. It gives swimmers a bad name, but honestly, you know, those are the best swimmers because when you swim, I don't want them to think about anything but swimming. Right. The, 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 the swimmers that are the toughest to work with are the ones that like to like overthink their races, uh-huh. but you get Ryan Lochte up there. That dude's not thinking about anything oh, other like, than just going up there and swimming. Have, have you seen his reality show? No. Why would I do that? Oh, dude, don't, don't want <laughs> I, you No, know, in fact, no, no. Go to YouTube sometime. And just type in like Ryan Lochte reality show and just or like Ryan Lochte interview. Was it the what, what would Ryan Lochte do? Was that the one? That was it. Yeah, that was the one where he like goes out and parties and like hits on women and then gets rejected the entire night. Is it like as a joke or is it being serious that he gets rejected? I think he was being absolutely serious about it. Jesus Christ! Well, you said that it gives swimming a bad rap, but 
I mean, swimming's only really talked about every four years. So, no, no, that's that's true. There is a there is a, a an official statistic out there from USA Swimming mm-hmm. that will show like, okay, there are this many people that swim, and then we call it the four year bump, where every time the Olympics rolls around, there are kids who watch it and join swimming. Absolutely, it, it's literally called the four year bump, and and for in swimming terms because. That's when it's talking. I about. mean, swimming yeah. is up there with like track and field, where we really only talk oh, yeah. about it every four years. That's right, absolutely. And and it, I mean, it's helped for you at least that like swimming has had Michael Phelps for this long. Oh, dude, that's that's a blessing. It's gonna. I I feel like there's gonna be a, be a bit of a guy, regression. Though, right? There'll be another guy, but there will be a regression just because there won't be anybody like Michael Phelps. Yeah, probably and not for a, for a long time. There won't be. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not i mean you know hopefully in your for your case there is just so that you get more a boost every four oh, no. years but were you, were you a michael phelps type no no i <laughs> like i'm i'm pretty tall i'm 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 six four oh, you are tall so it's good for it's good for swimming i always got recruited to play tight end for football but i'm like i'm a baby at the moment i get hit i'm gonna like Storm off the field and quit. You got recruited? Did you play high school football? No, I got recruited to play high school football, even though I knew oh, nothing about got it. Got it. Just because I was tall, I had the build to be a, a pretty good tight end. Sure. Um, but no, I had I, I swam. I swam since I was like competitively since I was like four. Oh wow. I still swim today. There's like masters programs out there, so I still I still try to compete as much as possible. That's good. But it's good you're staying active. Yeah, it's as much as I can. <laughs> as much as yeah, I mean, how do you find the time? Are you getting yeah, in the water no. when you're coaching these motherfuckers? No, no, I don't do that, man. There, there's so many like, not even like me too movement stuff, but like hands off move where like you you can't like even demonstrate with a swimmer or move their arm without fear of like suit or liability so there's no way i'm getting in the water with a college student i mean i've heard of stuff i've heard of stuff with oh we'll finish actually and then i'll say what you're saying i mean just like you know you look at swimmers like they're not they're not wearing clothes yeah that is a real weird situation i guess like super liability as far as like getting in the water with students i would i'm never gonna do that so i swim i swim when there's like nobody at the you put on that speedo. I do. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. I do. No Absolutely. Do you still do you shave your legs still? Oh no! Hell no! No no no! <laughs> that took me. I did it all the way through college. I did it high school, four years of high school, four years of college. Yeah. The first time I did it, I did it without like going over it with like an electric razor. It took me five hours <laughs> to shave my legs, my arms. Was your leg? Wait, wait, were you that hairy? No, it's just I didn't. I didn't go over it first. You don't even have to be that hairy. It's just oh. to to be able to get everything off. So you you need to you need to get the electric razor on it first, and then use a real razor. Absolutely. Once you do that, man, it takes like thirty forty minutes. Huh. It's pretty quick. Which so where the electric razor just thins it out. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes most of it off. Like it's almost like a one of the one of the kind of like one of the the groomers that you use on your face, like a a, a shaver like that. One of those like where like the, the three blades are spinning at the same time. Yeah, no, no, not that. It's just more of a. Oh, it's like a, like a, like a professional. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you put it on the lowest setting, and and that takes off most of it at that point. 
<laughs> I bet people are if there's people still listening to this, they're like, these guys are talking about like now shaving their legs. Yeah, right. I, well, I, so I did something that's pretty funny that a lot of people give me shit for in college. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see why I was genuinely interested. In co- I, I, I actually have like pretty hairy legs for a Filipino. Um, so in college, I had this weird misnomer that if I shaved my legs, like I'd feel like it just you know, girls would like it better. Yeah. So I, I would shave my legs in college, right. and when All I would right. do the razor with the shaving cream, and it would take me legit an hour in the shower. Yeah, dude, no, it le- legitimately like. <laughs> And now like, people would be like, dude, what? you're such an idiot. Why did you do that? <laughs> and I would be like, I'll joke around. I'd be like, oh, I was a swimmer. It was just habit. <laughs> but it, it wasn't. People know that I wasn't a swimmer. They're just like, dude, you're yeah. so weird. Oh, man. I mean, like, yeah, first time I did it, 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 it legitimately, like, there was no more hot water in that shower. Oh, yeah. You always like, are, by the end of the, every time I had to do it, which was, I would do it probably every month or two. I was it was I was had I was in cold water by the end. Dude, the coldest water at that point. Like I was miserable. <laughs> but at least um, you were doing it for like a reason. I yeah, was just doing yeah. it just to, just because I had a weird thing and just doing it. And like yeah. as I've grown up, I've realized that most girls just really don't care. Really don't notice or care. Don't about notice. That. Don't yeah. care. And would actually would be like, why are you? Why, are Why you do you have that? shaved legs right now? Why are your yeah. legs shaved but your arms aren't? I don't know. This <laughs> weird thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but going into going into school the next day and, and being in high school, like, you know, you're subject to a, a lot of ridicule if you look a little bit different at that point. So Oh, you're talking about shaved with, legs and arms? Yeah, shaved legs, shaved arms, chest, back, everything. Like I had no hair on me minus like my eyebrows. So should have shaved, shaved that too. too. You should have shaved your eyebrows. Oh my God, I, I would have. I, I already looked a little bit like a, a cancer. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You do because you you completely shave your head right. and you shave your body, and so you get you get kind of made fun of. Does this does this like it's proven that this helps you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it's uh, what a lot of people do now is they'll still shave, but they won't shave their heads. They'll wear like swim caps. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, like. Men didn't wear swim caps. It was just women. shave your head, go bald. It was only women that, that wore swim caps. And then after I graduated from college, Michael Phelps comes along. He's like, fuck that. I don't want to shave my head. So he's going to wear swim caps. Right. Everyone else started wearing swim All caps. Right. I, I got to ask. I got to ask. This is the natural progression of my mind in this conversation. Yeah. You shaving your junk too? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> and the reason you have to is... You have to because the the suit is so skin tight yeah, on you yeah. that hair is going to like peek out of the suit. So, <laughs> like you you might have your legs shaved, but then if like you know your junk's not shaved, like it's going to be noticeable. <laughs> so you got to shave it. Did you, do swimmers like think about this? Like you know what? Let me just get a Brazilian it's to take this out a little I'm, longer. You know, I've never. I don't know that I. It's never run across my mind. That, never, that would be the progression of my mind. I was like, you know what? I'm not taking this seriously. Let's see how much yeah. this costs. And let's. Just, but then again, I'd be like, the pain. I, I couldn't. I can't imagine. Couldn't go through. Yeah. I'd have to but ask I, a not girl. Not like like razor blades. Still hurt quite a bit. I mean, yeah. Especially if you go against the grain. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not fun. You, I mean, you 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 push that blade down a little too hard and you cut yourself. Yeah, that sucks. You gotta be a little, you gotta be pretty careful. Though. <laughs> 
You got to really take. Your I don't. Time. I don't think there's any uh, better way to end this conversation than what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, I know you got you got a you're you've been up all day, so I don't want to keep you for too long. Um, but I do always end the show, the spinoff show, by giving you the guest a chance to plug something or anything or whatever the hell you want to close with. So, the floor is yours, Blake. Man, I don't really have anything to plug. Come to Hanover College and swim. You know, if if there's any like college kid or high school kids around here, come to Hanover College and swim. But other than that, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, like I always tell you, um, I'm always, you know, I'll always make time for you guys if you want to have me on whatever. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, I really appreciate the the stuff that you guys you put in like hours and hours of content, man. That that keeps me. Uh, and I know everyone else in that nation and everyone else listening that keeps them active and, and really motivated to continue to listen to you guys. Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, if I'm looking for uh, another guest on the spinoff show, I, I, I'm not opposed to having people on more than once. So you might be getting a last minute, hey, um, you want to come back yeah, on and if, talk swimming you with know, me? If, if, I'm a, if I'm a last minute person, we can, we can go into swimming if you want to, but I'm sure there's some other topics that we can hit <laughs> I, up on. I think, we, sure. I think we can talk about other things as well. But Absolutely. Thanks, man. I'm going to end the show here. This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey guys, this is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor Flav and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from West from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Dutch. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tangents <laughs> all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. Shut Did up, just... colonizer! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy! Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground.